What's up, guys? This episode is brought to you by our favorite budgeting app, Every Dollar. Rachel and I love Every Dollar because it is the easiest way to take control of your money, build the right habits, and make progress on your goals. You can download it for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Hey guys, I'm Rachel Cruz. I'm George Camel. And this is Smart, Smart Money, Money Happy, Happy Hour. Hour. Cheers, George. Cheers. Mmm. Delicious. So this is the podcast where two friends who happen to be money experts talk about what you're talking about. Everything from pop culture, current events, and money. And today, these millennials are living the dream. Literally, 90s nostalgia. Our childhood, Rachel and how it affects our money. We're coming at you with Beanie Baby prices, velour track suits, and the potential return of Blockbuster. I can't, I kid you not. It's just it's so, all happening. so good. Okay, before we get into the episode, we are sipping on a great cocktail today. What's you know it? what they say, Rachel, hydrate or dehydrate. Oh, that's what the kids are saying. That's what the kids are saying. I think they mean with water, not with cocktails. But this, Be careful. we are hydrating too. This is called a bottoms up, and it's... Very milky and delicious, and we'll tell you what's in it. We're going to give you the recipe and rate it at the very end of the episode, so stick around for that. It's very different, but it's mm. really good. Okay, so, George, the 90s. How did, how did you feel about the 90s? We were both 90s kids. Yeah. Um, officially. I was I was born in 89, and so I was that 88. was my time. I was 88, so I was two in the 80s. I can't really claim the Must 80s. Must be nice. Can't claim the 80s. <laughs> Is it weird that your kids were born in, like— 2019 like that's just weird isn't that crazy i know i know and when i say like i'm born in 1988 it starts to feel old like i feel like when people look at my id somewhere they just like see the 19 and they just think you're old wow that is weird (laughs) because now like when they go to card people they don't they just see like oh is it 2001 great that's right. That's right. That's so, so weird. The 19 is is key. Well, you're a great brand ambassador, I feel like, from the 90s oh, because really? you keep up with the trends and the 90s trends are back in. They are like the mom jeans are in, the high waisted, the hair parts, like everything. And you keep up. I don't. It's kind of crazy, though. It's funny to see it because I feel like the 80s kind of had their comeback for a little bit years ago. And now we're seeing the 90s. I'm like, oh, no, I, remem- I remember that stuff. I what? saw this girl on TikTok. What's so special about it? I don't know, but I saw this girl on TikTok and she had one of those hair. I don't know if you'll remember this. It's like a hair claw looking band. Like it has all these spikes and you put it up and it would have beads and stuff, but it would like part your hair all these ways. And you leave it in like while you sleep? What's the, what's No, no, no. It was like a headband. Oh, okay. But I saw this like 18 year old girl try to like figure it out and she did it. And she was like, oh my gosh, this is so cute. And she was like, if y'all know what era they wore these in, leave a comment because like this is adorable. (laughs) I was like, what era? <laughs> well, I saw there was like a vintage doll ad and it had like a little flip phone. Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no. <laughs> We're now vintage. It's we, all happening. We have made it. Okay, so what about the 90s? Do you remember? Like, like, go, like, like list me off some stuff, George, just to take us okay. back for the podcast. I'm going to go. I was more into like the games, TV, internet, toys versus mm-hmm. fashion because mm-hmm. I had no fashion sense. I barely do today. If it wasn't for Whitney, we wouldn't be here. Uh, but games, I love Pogs. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play Pogs? Like, I had like a the flat, slammer. Yes. With the slammer. The flat <laughs> little milk caps. I love Pokemon. I loved Game Boy, Sega, yep. Nintendo 64, PlayStation, the OG. Yep. I was obsessed. Yes. And then TV. Like, remember when TV was special? 
Ugh. And like TGIF was on on a Big Friday deal. night. And you're like, by, step by step? Yes. Mm. I found out all the shows that are on here. There were so many gems Boy Meets World, Full House, Step by Step, Sister, Sister, Family Matters, <sighs> Dinosaur, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and Hanging with Mr. Cooper. All on TGIF. Y'all. They had it. ABC had the market share okay. for great TV. They did. So I was more Nickelodeon kid. So like Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yep. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh, all of that. So good. So, okay. And then I was the fat, and then I was like the shopper. Supermarket sweep. That's yes, come back. The game shows. Okay. And then here's the really vintage one. Not many people watch this one. Shop till you drop. Yes. With the two story mall. Do you remember that I one? I remember the two story mall. And they were running from store to store. Oh, we need so to bring good. that back. Oh, shop till you drop. Was yeah. that the beginning of like consumer culture craziness? <laughs> I feel like they started it. They probably did. To where people just started doing that in real life. Yeah. But then music. Oh my gosh. I mean, NSYNC, Backstreet, Britney, it was all like that late 90s into the early 2000s. Now that's what I call music. Oh, so good. Who needs Spotify playlists when you have now that's what I call music? I know. Just get that CD Brilliant. and let it go. And then all the foods, Rachel. And I thought it would be fun for this episode to bring you oh. a vintage Dunkaroos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Get a lot of that. A Lunchable. <gasps> and I got you the best flavor, vanilla cookies and rainbow chip frosting. George, what a gem you are. You are a giver. Well, I can't eat them because gluten. They, so okay. I thought someone <laughs> should enjoy this. Vi- They're not actually from the 90s, so you can eat them. They brought them Yeah, back. it expires in September, so I think we're good. Of 1997. 20, 23. <laughs> are you going to try one live? Should on I? The- I think <gasps> I will. Okay, so my, my fashion ones were, though, the, the butterfly hair clips. Yep. Anyone? And then the zigzag part. And you'd sit there with a comb and try to get the zigzag. The Olsen twins really rocked those. They were like Did in they, their Were prime. they the influencers of the day? I kind of think they were. They were. Oh, they yeah. had some. 1,000%. Yeah. They had some gems, the you old remember, Olsen twins. You ever watch How the West Was Fun? Yes. That was one of my favorites. <laughs> you love that one of the Olsen yeah. twins? I was obsessed with the, with the Mary Kay and Ashley books. Yes. And then the movies with Bart Gafuli. Go back and watch that. that okay, did you on your in your room, did you have the glow-in-the-dark stars on your ceiling? Oh, 100%. Yes. I can still, like, see them. If and then I you know up, what I got that I right felt there. very, like, oh, my gosh. At one point, I had a um, blow-up um, <laughs> chair. It was like a— like the yes, inflatable but it was the, furniture yes, era. Yes, I had the inflatable. And then I had beads that would come down from my doorway. Oh, yeah, lava that lamps. You, and that you would walk in in lava lamps, all of it. Wow. Yeah, y'all, that was my jam. I feel like all of that stuff is now hippie. You know, like <laughs> lava lamps and beads and stone. Oh. Is it hitting? It's so good. She y'all. was just transported. <laughs> y'all, that is unbelievable. It's 1998. You're on the house phone. I'm on the house phone with my own line. Did That's you ever have right. your own line? No, we weren't that <gasps> level of wealth, Rachel. <laughs> we had the party line. Oh, okay. If you, if you picked up, you know. I like, know. You remember those days when someone had to call? I remember for the internet, though. You had to do that. Mm-hmm. The AOL free trial disc. I remember me and Denise, we had a landline. Uh, we got our own line. When we were like in mm, probably middle school. Wow. And I remember the message on our answering machine. Please, can you, can you? Are you ready for this? Say it my out loud. D- my Dunkaroo needs stuff. Okay, let her chew. America. I don't want to choke. Does we, it still we, hit the same though? Those Dunkaroos. We wrapped. You and Denise, <laughs> your sister, wrapped into the voicemail on the phone. The, you had the answering machine. Okay, was there like a beat to it? <laughs> did someone do it? Like, did she do the beat and you did the rap, or did you both I rap? I think we both did it. <laughs> I think we saw this somewhere. I'm so nervous right yeah, now. Let's give her the. Let's give hey, her the, a minute. This show was great while it lasted. Oh no! Okay, I'm not gonna be able to get through it. Y'all gonna make me laugh. Hey, quiet on set. No, I don't. You're making me nervous. 
How did we? We didn't even get far. What's the message? Are you beatboxing while you were rapping? One of them was probably. This is Jeffrey John Denise's line. You know what to do. Leave a message and we'll get back to you. At any point, did you think this should rhyme or like be an actual it rap? Does rhyme. At what point did that, Today. what you just said, rhyme? This is Rachel and Denise's line. You know what to do. Leave a message and we'll get back to you. Okay, one more time. I'm trying to get the cadence of it. Like, okay, I'll do the beatboxing. I can't. I can't. It's, it's, it's bleeding into me singing right now, and I'm very nervous about it. I just got to rap. So I'm done, George. It, it happens, and that's This is it. Rachel and Denise's line? You know, yep. <laughs> You already had a rough start. Just all those syllables packed in there like a Bob Dylan song. Oh, my God. I know you think we're rappers, so it started but with, we aren't. This is Rachel and Denise's line. You, yeah, you know what to do. Why? <laughs> that's such few syllables to put after such a long line. George, we were in like the fifth grade. I don't know. I don't know. This is Rachel and Denise's line. You know what to do. Leave we a message. And we'll get back, back to, to you. <laughs> okay, it was more of that cadence. Ooh, No. My version was Oh, better. I botched it. Oh, I'm sorry. I re- somehow, that was the worst take we've heard yeah, of that today. That wasn't today. it at all, actually. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, mm. let's, so for anyone who's still listening out there, <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk about how this relates to money, I promise you. Um, and let's talk about why we're bringing this up. This all was sparked because we were in a meeting and we found out that Blockbuster is coming back, potentially. I can't believe this, and I'm so happy about it. So The Guardian predicted a potential comeback in a recent article saying that Blockbuster's website recently put up a brand new landing page and said, we are working on rewinding your movie. (gasps) What is happening? The instant serotonin rush of having to rewind. Like, you're like, oh, gosh, we got to rewind. Oh, man, Blockbuster. Do you – what? those were the days, though. There is something to be said. There's character to be built when you grew up with a blockbuster that you didn't get everything on demand and you would go and then your movie wouldn't be behind the case and you dealt with disappointment and as a child. And you had to pivot. Pivot. You had to pivot. And go for your second choice. Yes. Like there is limits in life and you learned that in Blockbuster. And kids don't learn that these days. No. Well, And we paid attention. When that movie was on, you were glued. Oh, Now we gosh. put on a movie for background while we go on our phones. So true. Yes. After spending 45 minutes trying to choose something on Netflix. No, And you go to the you go to the case and it's just, it felt like an endless amount, but there was an endless, it I stopped. I think I can remember the smell. I know, it was so good. And when you got, when you had like a sleepover, did your parents like bring your, all your friends and y'all got to pick out a movie? I mean, it's the whole thing. It's a really whole experience. Special. If they opened up a blockbuster, I think I would do it. Like, what, and take my kids. Would it be VHS, and, DVDs? I guess Blu-ray would have to be. Yeah, the thing. it would be Blu-ray. Yeah. I don't even know if I have a Blu-ray. I kind of would go back. I would go back in time. I would wow. invest. I would. You I think it's that. great. That's the question. Would people actually show up if they reopened a blockbuster, <laughs> or is it more like <gasps> a nice to? You think they would? I would. Well, I know you would, and I would because we're good people. But do you think that, like, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> the world would? I, I think, think that, I yeah, that a lot would. of millennials would. We love Nissan. You were a Blockbuster family, family, though? There was, like, a movie gallery and some other ones. We had, like, a little local one in my town. Oh, yeah, Holly, there was a Hollywood... Video. Video, Hollywood video. I that was that a big one. one. But Blockbuster was it. Yeah, that was the one. That was our... That was ours, our go-to. But Dave and Sharon were cool with you guys running movies on the weekend. Like, how did that sure. go down? Yeah. They just would take you there and mm-hmm. go, all right, pick a movie. So what's crazy is 
like you had Blockbuster and then you had, was it Redbox that kind of came out in between? And that's when Netflix started coming on the scene, but they yeah. would be DVDs and they would ship it to your house. I was a part of that. Did you, yes, were you a part we of the did early that too. days of Netflix? Yep, we did. And come in that red envelope. Yes. Yep. And it was magical. I mean, that was still like a it really cool, something showed up in the mail. You were waiting to see this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then Netflix started to take over. Yep. And Redbox, I don't know that they, I mean, they're still around. Yeah, I don't think I ever did Redbox. Did oh, you? Oh, I love them. They're yeah, only a dollar. But, like, no one's doing it today. They're still around. They're around, but who's doing it? Obviously someone, because they're still there. Because they're still there. Okay, I believe it. So, but Blockbuster, yeah, it it almost just, like, tanked overnight when Netflix went from the DVDs to streaming in Oof. 2010. And so this map of the U.S. is actually pretty fascinating. It shows the rise and the decline of blockbuster franchise throughout the mid-1980s through the early 2000s. And you just, like, literally watch the it. Time just lapse like of it growing to over 5,000 and then just shrinking back down back. to one tiny store. That's right. But there's actually one store, yeah, still in Oregon. Bend, Oregon, if you want to go. It's a tourist attraction. They have merch <laughs> that says Blockbuster and Chill, apparently. <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I'd, like, take a trip out there just for that. It feels like a lot of effort. I know. It sounds fun, though. Why not? Oh, boy. Well, we can't predict the future. Like, I would have never guessed that it was like, oh, one day these will all go away. We'll never pop in a DVD ever again. But yeah. here we are. And so it makes you think, like, what else is going to go away that we know and love today? Ooh, that's a great question. I don't know. What else could become irrelevant? I mean, the obvious stuff Stanley is, like— Cups? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, fashion trends, they come and go. Yeah, but technology is what's interesting because once you like, so fast. once you live with technology, though, you always think, oh, it's going to be around forever. A Game Boy, you'll always have it. A Walkman, you'll always have it. Like, or iPods. I remember having an iPod and then thinking, your iPod's turning into a phone? Oh, yeah. Like with the iPhone. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't, I just can never imagine beyond what we have. So I'm like, yeah, would the iPhone become irrelevant one day? The iPhone? Yeah, because people talk about like the glasses. Have you, have you seen this like, <laughs> Future, what is wrong? So Are you I'm okay? wearing my glasses and I can see my entire iPhone. Yeah, in my and eyeball? there's like a whole thing, and like it's like the eye movement. Have y'all not seen this? The that rapid eye movement, me. all this. Yeah, like it's just it's like a new well, like thing. Google Glass just died. Like they shut that thing down because nobody wanted it. Is that what I'm talking so, about? Maybe. I think so. <laughs> I just don't know. Like some things sound cool and futuristic, but they don't. Like, we all thought we'd have flying cars by now. If we're going to be honest, mm-hmm. we barely have self-driving cars. I mean, Tesla's. You know, they're they're trying. Yeah. I think that will be the future, though. I think when I get in my Tesla, I think this is the future of cars. Like, I really they're do. They're something. Yes. I, I, I just don't see it ever going back. And they're so advanced, it feels like, that I just feel like every car eventually will get to that point. Well, technology flips so fast now. I mean, I you know. buy something, and then two years later, it's like, you still have the iPhone 12? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've, I've lost count of, like, the iPhone numbers now. We're at 14. 14. Thank you, George. And you have an you have a watch, Apple I've Watch. I've got the watch. And that's been around for a good bit. Yeah. I don't think it's going to go away. I think we'll always have, like, wearable tech. I think that's going to be... Now they have, like, rings that, like, check your heartbeat. Oh, yeah. They have baby stuff where the baby puts a sock on and it's always, like, ma- capturing their heartbeat. I know. Are you going to get one for Baby Probably. Camel?
What's up, guys? If you want to be better with money, your first step is to start budgeting with every dollar. This is the app Rachel and I both use, and trust me, it's great because it gives you everything you need to make budgeting easier, faster, and dare I say, even enjoyable. Yeah, I think you can say that, George. I mean, it's pretty enjoyable to have more money, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what happens when you're intentional with your spending. Guys, download every dollar for free on the App Store or Google Play today. Well, the 90s saw a lot of tech advances, of course, and iconic trends. I mean, I remember when you logged on to the internet, it was special. There was only Those four noises. websites you could go to. Mm-hmm. You'd load up AIM. Yep. And you'd go, who's logged on to you'd chat? watch that little yellow guy with the blue backgrounds. And now I can text my friends at any time, and I, I know. don't. And people say, like, the good old days. And were they, George? Should, like, if we could. I think it was, was simpler it, times. I think it was simpler times, I know we look too. back with, like, nostalgia, and now we're like, we would never want to go back. But there's a level of, I yes. think we all feel of anxiety that we did not have back then, well, you think largely due to technology. So much, I mean, I think every study that's out around technology and social media is negative. I mean, like, it's not good for us. And yeah. I feel like it, that's being proven over and over and over. As te- you know, when you have teenagers, I mean, all of the above. So, yeah, I feel like it was a simpler time. You didn't know if you weren't invited to a birthday party because it wasn't posted everywhere, you yeah. know? Well, the 90s were historically, Wikipedia says, remembered as a time of strong economic growth, steady job creation, low inflation, rising productivity, economic boom, and a surging stock market. Yep. And research from Brookings Institution also says that personal bankruptcies climbed and personal savings rates plummeted. So isn't that interesting that even though the world, even though they say, and it was a great economic time in the 90s, personally, a lot of people did struggle, which probably has a lot of theories, a lot of reasons why. But I think that's one reason, too, even in our world today, regardless of what the news is saying, positive or negative about the economy, like what is going on in your home? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's important is focusing, again, because in the 90s, yeah, it was strong economic growth, all this stuff, but bankruptcies were climbing. I mean, like all, like people weren't doing well to a degree. So again, focusing on what's going on in your home versus what the headlines are saying is always a good a good rule of thumb in life, George. That's good. I like that. And, you know, all the technology back then, cell phones, laptops, email, the You've Got Mail Vibes, which I finally just watched. I know you're proud of me. I'd never seen it. What did you think about it? It held up really nicely. It did. And it made me think, simpler times. Simpler times. You know, there's no texting. They had to show up. I know. It was a great, great movie. And all the portables, too. That was a big time for portables. The Walkman, the Motorola. The built-in CD-ROM drives and laptops. That was a big mm-hmm. deal when they got CD-ROM, that. CD-ROM yep. drives. CD-ROM drives. But there's a lot of other things that disappeared outside of Blockbuster. Do you remember some of the ones? Here's a list, and this is going to make me very sad. But we're going to go down. We're like going to go down memory lane here. The '90s graveyard. Borders bookstores. Mm. Borders. Yep. Toys R Us. That one is still a shock to me that they went out of business. I can't believe that. They just didn't innovate. They decided, nah, we won't sell anything online. Believe that. Circuit City. Love Circuit City. I know. Tower Records. Delia's. We, I would get that catalog in the mail. Was that like a Claire's type place? No, it was closed, but it was all oh. catalog, wasn't it? Or did they have stores? No, they had a store. Okay, I don't wow. think we had a store in Nashville. Was that, but I would get the catalog. Delia's. Oh my gosh, that's this so one's weird. more in my lane. Comp oh, USA. <laughs> was that the computer? I loved going to, yeah. No, was comp- that? You could get computers there. Yeah. I don't know if I remember Comp I just USA. remember going and getting like a thumb drive with like 500 megabytes on it, which I know means nothing to no, you. I'm just saying, I'm that feels like that a lot means. of space to you. <laughs> but that's half a gigabyte. So think about your phone has 128 gigabytes. You're still saying gigabytes. words that I don't care about. 
Anyways, for the nerds out there, you'll remember CompUSA. My CompUSA homies out there. <laughs> They're out there. Zadie Brainy. Why do I know that name? I, didn't, I wasn't a Zany Brainy too, guy. I but I can't remember what it I is. I can't grasp it, but I remember that. Zany Brainy. I do remember KB wow. Toys. I don't remember that one. We had that one in the mall, and I'd go there and get my tech decks. Remember the tech decks? No, I don't. Tell me more. They're tiny <laughs> skateboards. And so I was a big skater boy. And so we would have, like, entire skate parks that were, like, handheld, and we'd go to our friends' houses, and we'd film with a camera like, to see if we could land tricks on our fingerboards. And is what you called. thought my rapping was uncool. <laughs> I'll be honest. Tech decks were the coolest thing back in the day. We were actually punk rock. You In the suburbs. Oh, boy. <laughs> in the suburbs. Oh, my gosh. Okay, sharper image. Sports authority. Sports authority's gone? Are, Are you thinking around? Academy Sports? Or what are you thinking? I remember Sports, sports. Authority. And it is, I guess, I guess it is. I mean, I haven't seen you it. You didn't but support them. You should have done more sports. Man, Suncoast Motion Picture Company and Sam Goody. Sam There's Goody. my Sam Goody. I thought it was always Sam and Goody's, but with you call it, Do you call it Kroger's too in Walmart? No, but Kastner Knott's <laughs> I did. Kastner Knott's. Wow. That's an old Southern department They're all store. a relic of the past now. I know, it's so, so sad. So there was a lot of suburban growth going on, shopping malls, and so all these stores popped up. And then because of tech, they disappeared. Man. Everyone just went, nah, we can do that online now. We can just do that, you know. We don't need with this to go little, with this little buy the device. CD when we get yeah. on, on iTunes or Napster. So what's crazy Lime is... LimeWire, Rachel. LimeWire. Totally did. Did you, did you download illegal oh, music? I mean, I did all the time. And then viruses would always hit, and I was like, Ugh. I can't tell everyone that I downloaded. And then I have to like go to my dad and be like, I don't, something happened to something the computer. Something happened to the computer. I it's going know. so slow. Gosh, I know. so embarrassing. Golly, those were the good old days. Okay, but what's funny is now all the teens on TikTok are bringing the 90s back. Bless them. I know. So now it's, and it's all, all new to them. They're very excited. They're very excited about it. Juicy everything. Couture is having a comeback. Yes. Birkenstock Bur- is huge. Champion, the big sweatshirts yep. and stuff. I'm like, oh my gosh. God bless, but Jinko jeans is coming back. You remember those? I... Super wide leg all the way down. Are you <laughs> sure they, they really are? Those are back? Doc Martens, huge comeback for Doc Martens. Yes. Oh, Abercrombie, they're back, and I am all for it. Have you been there? On my jeans. You, sh- you shop there online? Online. Or what? Oh, yeah, online. Oh, wow. On my jeans now, my pants, my shorts for the summer, my Good tops. For them. And my sweaters were all Abercrombie this winter. And they're but you fantastic. remember walking into an Abercrombie back in the day? Yeah, and you had to like scoot past the dude who yes. was like shirtless. And you were just were like just hit with a wall uh, of cologne. No, it's and so it was bad. super dark and like loud and they're like blasting club music. I know, and Hollister like always tried to be up there, Pack Sun. Like there was always the stores that tried to be Abercrombie, yep. but Abercrombie still made the still the goat. Yeah. And Tommy Hilfiger and Guess making really? a comeback. Some classic, iconic brands. Those are classics. So how do they pull it off, Rachel? Man, well, many of them now partner with influencers. Back to our influencers episode we yep. did. So they, so instead of probably these massive marketing campaigns on commercials and TV, all that, they don't do that anymore. Or magazines, there's no magazines or newspapers. So yeah, they go straight to the influencer on social media and it works. It works because they're back. So our middle school wardrobe, George, Gosh. that was so Maybe for retro. you. I don't think my wardrobe from middle school is coming back. Oh, really? Not a great era for a lot of the guys out there. Okay, you know, one thing, since we're speaking of clothes, the ladies will appreciate this. Do you, And I saw it literally this weekend on Instagram. The popcorn shirts. Do you remember these short these shirts yes. that were tiny? Yes. And you put on, they would expand. Stretch. They're back. What? 
No. They are back. Yep. They're back. That no. hurts my so brain. So just take that in for a second, too. Okay. Yep. No, no. Well, this is wild. Abercrombie & Fitch brought in more revenue in 2021 than they did in 2004. <gasps> No. Is that inflation? I don't know how they're doing no, it. No, you know what? I will say the stores are so much better now with women and how they look. Because oh. before, it was like you had to be the certain body type to fit into these certain clothes, all this. And now it's like, oh, yeah, everything is celebrated, like body types. So the range of everything. Sizes from for curvy, everyone, yes, which expands their market. It used to be like, well, if you don't look like this, then you're 100%, not 100%, yep. And I think they've nixed that. So That's I think good. that was their 2004 slogan. And now it's like, oh, yeah, wow. we're going to we're gonna make clothes for everybody. And of course, the revenue That's goes up. Amazing. Smart. Well, uh, in 2017, Juicy Couture collaborated with Urban Outfitters to produce a 2000s <gasps> nostalgia collection. I used yeah. to work at Urban Outfitters. No, you didn't. Yeah. yeah <laughs> for a short season in 2009. And I still am like, Mm-mm. who's? We- I've been back there. I'm like, who who's wearing these clothes, Rachel? But it's all the 90s stuff coming back. And I can't wear baggy clothes. No, you can't. I'm nope. wearing my dad's. Like, it just, it does not a good fit. Yeah. I think you're they smart, They told George. me skinny jeans were out. Yeah, no, you stay on your track, George. Thank you. <laughs> you said that with just beautiful condescension. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's crazy, though, is nostalgia actually releases the same chemicals in the mind as joy. So it's dopamine and serotonin. So, like, it does—it honestly does make you feel good. So when you see these new uh, these items coming back as new that remind you of your childhood, you are going to be more apt to buy because it, like, wow. chemically literally hits your brain. Yes. Feels good. Isn't that interesting? It makes sense. I'm like, yeah, I get that. So when you do feel this like nostalgia and you're like, oh my gosh, I do kind of want to go back and try this stuff, you know, you can easily overspend. And it's not just fashion, George, because other brands are coming back, like record record players are coming back, Game Boys coming back, all this stuff. So it can be easy to overspend if you get very excited to go back to your childhood. So again, making sure like, hey, do I have the money? Is it in the budget? And then I would say too, add to cart and don't buy. Ooh. Wait two days. And then see, you know, did all the serotonin and everything did die down? And then you're like, do I really need that? You know, you you really That's can go big. through that process. Well, a lot of these companies use urgency and scarcity to market to you. To go like, this is a limited release. Yes. You will never get this again. And so everyone jumps on it at top dollar price. Yep. Making them record profits. That's right. And then we go, oh, gosh, that's just another thing that's going to sit in my closet. Like, yes. I just wanted it because everyone else wanted it, and, and I it thought I'd never get it. And it was fun and all this stuff. Yeah, So that's if right. you are susceptible to that kind of FOMO, you need some extra pause and need to be extra tight on that budget to go, like, if you want it, it's great. Budget for it. Yep. And do it for the right reasons. But don't just do it because of, like, FOMO. That's right. Okay, I'm going to give you a list of items, George. I want to know if okay. you would buy this stuff at this price. Are you ready? Ooh. So a Sony Walkman portable cassette player is a hunt. Would you buy it? No. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I'm going to go like 20 bucks max. Tamagotchi, $17.99. That's a good price. I could spring for that. Okay. (laughs) Would you you buy it? You keep it alive. Would you buy a Tamagotchi? I might as well just buy a houseplant if I'm going to try to keep something alive. I wouldn't buy it. Uh, The Prada nylon purse is $1,400. It increased, are you ready for this? 815% in the last three years. Who's buying this? I don't know, but not me. Um, Oh, God. Rare edition Beanie Babies for up to $41,000. No, people. Who are these? I want to meet these people. That's stupid. I don't, I don't, I'm not mean on this podcast a lot, but if you spend $41,000 on a Beanie Baby, I just don't think that's wise. You can't be friends. Even Rachel won't be nice to you. I don't think, I don't think. And she was voted friendliest (laughs) in high school. And even she's like, no. I think that's really stupid. So no, I wouldn't do that. Like either you have a, 
an addiction of some sort or you are so wealthy that you're bored. I guess. Okay, 90s Nike tennis shoes, $119. That could be fun. That feels fair. Yeah, that feels fair. I can go there. All right. Um, Throwback claw clips on Amazon. I've done it. Yes, nine, $9.99, 100%. That's 10 a bucks. Point. Yep, for sure. Precious wow. moments. God, love that the cheerful giver figurine for $25. Um, a vintage Nintendo Game wow. Boy for 130 Ooh. That's pretty fun. I just found an old one at the house, and it still worked. I cleaned up. There was, like, Stop. all the weird, like, gross battery. Tetris, like, It had Pokemon loaded up in there. Yeah, it did. That's so awesome. I would, I would do that, but then Nintendo Switch is actually, like, I don't, I haven't played video games in so long, but the Switch is actually really cool. Oh, my gosh. The original wow. Molly American Girl dolls up to $3,000. We have that. My girls play with the my original. Sell it and pay for their college with it. <laughs> you put it in a good growth stock mutual fund, Rachel. You know. That's unbelievable. That's big money. A Michael wow. Jordan jersey is only $150? I'm this shocked. Is like a remake from the 90s. It's the style. Okay. I'm I thought it was shocked. like an original. I was like, there's no way. Okay. <gasps> a Mary wow. Kate Nashley, so little time. Full series DVD set. Are you ready for this? $109. I'll go in on that. George, should we do it? Should, like we should we do it? As long as we can also watch How the West Was Fun after <laughs> and have a pizza party. <laughs> and go to Blockbuster. Would your girls watch like a Mary-Kate and Ashley movie oh, today? Oh, yeah. They would love it. And yes. they would still, it would hit still. I, I kind of think it would. I really do. Okay. I'll try it. We'll see. So there's a lot of nostalgia here, George. So what can we learn from Blockbuster all the way to these trends? Well, number one, a lot of people buying this stuff, they're justifying the purchase by saying, well, like, well, it's an investment. Like, it's going to hold its value. I can resell it later for more, and therefore I'm going to buy it. We don't believe in buying collectibles as an investment. If you want to buy collectibles and do it with a budget, with cash, because you're passionate, that's fine. But when you're investing, stick to the stock market and mutual funds and real estate. And, you know, there may be a lucky person out there who can sell that Beanie Baby for $40,000 because <laughs> apparently someone's buying it. But... Don't bank on that being you. Yeah, that's good. And so do your research when you buy this stuff. I would also say don't be emotional with the purchase. Because even as we listen to this, it's like, Everything's oh my gosh, emotional. my memory, I can I can tell you this and that and that. And so you can let that go on overdrive. You end up spending way more than you should based on emotion. So don't let that dopamine rush take over your purchasing decisions. Let that die down on anything, nostalgia or not. Let that die down and figure out, do I really need the item? That's good advice. And then we have our Ramsey baby steps, which is get out of debt, build wealth, and it's all in a certain order. So if you're on baby step seven, meaning you have no debt, a paid for house, and you've got an interest in some of this crazy stuff, like, you know, the vintage stuff, the specialty stuff that's only once in a lifetime, it's super expensive, go for it. But make sure that you are you have a good balance of saving, giving, and spending. Yep, that's If you're good. too out of control in one area, you got a flat tire. Yep, for sure. And then last, I would say, make sure that you don't feel like you are diving into every trend all the time. Because there's always going to be something, right? Like, the, whether it's technology or clothes, like, there's always going to be the new trend. And then you end up spending a lot of money. And then what does America do? They switch trends. And so companies and all that, they switch their, you know, they switch what they're doing with stuff. And then you're like, oh, gosh, everything I just bought now is irrelevant. So now i got to go buy what's relevant. Ugh, so It feels exhausting. That's the is. biggest thing with trends for me I is know. I just— I don't have the mental or emotional bandwidth to keep up. So what I do is I'm like, if I really like something that's very trendy, I'm like, I'll buy a couple of things, but just not not high quality. Because I'm like, it's probably not going to be out soon, right? Buy the knockoff cheap version. Mm, I don't know if I do that, but just like. Fine, get the Prada Nylon purse. No, I don't want to. I'm, I'm not doing that. But yeah, so just kind of balance out, hey, what is, you know, where can I kind of skimp on the on the 
quality just to be with the trend. And then when it's, once it's done, it's done. That's legit. All right. So Lindsay is going to give us a few 90s rapid fire questions. And we just have to respond with the first thing that comes to mind. Okay. Are you ready? Yep. All right. Favorite 90s TV show. Go. Step by step. Friends. Favorite 90s snack. Dunkaroos. Gushers. <laughs> Love it. 90s celebrity crush. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. <laughs> Britney Spears. Okay. Best 90s pop band. NSYNC. Backstreet Boys. Whoa. Okay. Dual more yeah. soul. More soul, more talent. What can oh. I say? <laughs> Favorite 90s fashion trend. Oh, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go butterfly clips. I had so many of those that I would go. I'm going to go windbreakers. <gasps> nice. Windbreakers. Nice. Nice. Someone's got to do it. You. Thank Let you. Let the jacket break the wind. <laughs> oh, my. Last one. The best Christmas or birthday gift you ever received as a 90s kid. George, if you have yours, go first. A Fender Squire Kids electric guitar. Coolest gift anyone could get. Um, I got the pink version of the Home Alone talkback. I don't know what that is. You know, in Home Alone where he had the thing that like would. Oh, yes. I got that, but in pink. Love it. Yeah. Wow. That's where you learned how to talk back. It was great. (laughs) All started back then. All started there in that little recorder. (laughs) Wow. That's fun. So good. I'm sure everyone listening and watching is reminiscing now if they're anywhere near I hope our age. they are because it's it's so fun. All right, we're almost to the end of the episode, and this is when we do the segment Guilty as Charged. And this is where our producer Lindsay gives us a new guilty as charged question every week. And if we are guilty, we have to take a sip of the drink. Lindsay, what is it this week? Get us. Yep. All right. Have you ever bought something that your parents didn't approve of? Ooh. Oh, man. Yes. You go. Do you have it? Yeah. Uh, There's so many. Rachel's like, oh, my god. I know. Well, like a Hollister, like a Hollister skirt. Like you a know. jean skirt. Like one of the jeans. No. Skirts? It was like the cloth, like the. Okay. The like, like cotton a tennis ones. skirt. No. Like a pencil skirt? I'm running out. I don't know any I don't, more I don't skirts. even know how to describe it. like a cotton one. Yes, have like yeah. the drawstring. Like, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it not modest and enough? I wore, yeah, I wore it and he was like, you got to take that back. That looks like a washcloth. That so what did I do? Put it in classic. my purse and changed at the movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know Papa Dave is listening to this right now. What's going, he going to do to me? Does he know? And like, like, but say is he you're finding grounded? this out for the first time that you did that? Probably. Well, no. We had confession night at the lake house a few years ago. Oh my god! So we told mom and dad, like, and that was that's a spinoff podcast. That right was there. the nice one. Just record that, and we yes. told them everything of like when we if we like snuck out, like like you know stuff yeah. we did. So I I bought some punk rock CDs. I grew up in a very like air, it was Arabic evangelical Christian, you know, Veggie Tales all day long, <laughs> not watching AM, MTV. And so I bought, you know, a Blink-182 CD, and it says parental advisory. <gasps> and, uh, you know, my parents were less than enthused. Oh, yes. That I bought that without their knowledge at Strawberries was the name of our record store. Strawberries. is where I'd go. There was a clothing store called Strawberry. Wow. Back in the day, too. Maybe in the South. In Boston, it was all rock and roll to us. <laughs> wow. Buying my Britney Spears CDs and Blink-182 CDs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. That's so funny. But music George. was the one for me where I was like, I feel bad. Like you had headphones at the time. 
yep. on my Walkman or whatever. And so yep. they didn't know what I was listening and to. And they didn't know. What a rebel. It turned out okay. What a rebel, George. Oof. Unbelievable. Okay, so I think we're both yeah, guilty. I'm like sweating, confessing well, all this. Well, me too. I... Jeez, golly. Mm-hmm. You're going to be getting a... Okay. You're going to... Let's talk about this drink, though, because yeah. I think I finished, and I just see... Yeah. It's kind of waking okay. me, it's kind so of waking me out. Called, I'm, I'm wigged out now. It's a bottoms up. Uh, I think Rachel was much closer to finishing. Which I should have. Now I'm regretting. What's your rating? You well, seem to enjoy before it. before I so. saw the end of the glass, it was going to be like a eight. Like, I thought it was really good. So visually... I don't think I, don't think I would like order it at a restaurant, though. It lost but a point for you visually. It, yeah, because there's an ingredient here that's really sketch. And I'll I just see I'll tell you what it is, Rachel. It. I see this it. This includes cognac, Cointreau, which is a triple sec, grenadine, heavy cream, and egg yolk. Not egg white, which is in a lot of cocktails. Egg yolk, which didn't wig me out until the end of this class. Yeah. So. But if you like kind of a, like a boozy, creamy drink, I thought it was good. Yeah. I'd probably give it a 7 out of 10. Mm-hmm. I'm not big on like... Dairy drinks yeah, that are like I, thicker. Yeah, yep, that's feels like I had a milkshake, but it's really good, and it only cost two eighty six a glass, which was surprising. So great. Okay, so I'm going to say this, Try George, that. since we like just mesh both of those. If you have a guiltiest charged question or an idea, DM us on social at George Cam with a K at Rachel Cruz. And if you liked the drink or you want to try it, make sure to check out the recipe in the show notes because it is there. And of course, we always would love for you to subscribe to the podcast so you don't yes. miss an episode and share it with a friend, rate it, just kind of engage with it because it helps us uh, get the word out because we have fun doing it. Yes. And if you love a good nostalgia moment, you love this episode, leave us a review, comment on YouTube. We've got a lot of people now watching us over there. So appreciate you guys tuning in, seeing all of Rachel's hilarious reactions. It's a good time. And join us next Thursday for an all new episode of Smart Money Happy Hour. 